Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. I have a huge, huge interest in the topic today because of so many different reasons, but we have Kit, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Castingham? Perfect. I did it. Okay, well, I'm proud of myself. So um, we have Kit here today. She is another one of the amazing people that Jay is working with in his coaching group. And we've had some folks on the podcast around this topic and lots of conversations around it, um, just in general, but also it affects both Jay and I in, in very close ways. So Jay, will you do, uh, let us know a little bit about Kit and how you guys know each other? And welcome, Kit. Yeah. We're so excited to have you. Thank you, Beck. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, Kit, welcome. We're just um, thrilled to have you on, on the podcast. And um, I had the pleasure of meeting Kit um, in Colorado, and um, she's part of my coaching group uh, that I work with, and um, I love these people, <laughs> and <laughs> she's one of them. But one of the things that resonates with me about Kit is um, she specified um, she, her specialty is she's an ADHD coach. Um, as many of you know, I have an ADHD child, and um, Becca has an ADHD partner, and uh, probably child. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. so we have a personal interest in this. But most importantly, I see how um, we are becoming aware of ADHD as a nation and as a as a culture, and it's refreshing because we're finally accessing something that I think Kit exemplifies, which is a whole new level of compassion. I think for ADHD. And one of the things I resonate with Kit around is she's just this big ball of compassion and love. And so I wanted to have her on the show and have uh, share with her with you her work. And that way, if any of you have a need for that or know people, we can um, get you all uh, enlightened about some of her stuff. So Kit, welcome, and um, please share with us uh, what you're up to and what you do. Okay, thanks, Jay. Um, you know, I was almost 63 years old before I realized I had ADD. And I, it, it, when I, well, it was my husband's ADD that kind of became the doorway. We'd been having some problems, and I said, okay, it's time for us to tune up the relationship. And I had this list of complaints, and I got partway, when we saw the therapist, and I got partway down the list, and she interrupted me, and she said, Kit, you're just reacting to his ADD. Uh, what? I thought ADD was just hyperactivity and, and, and a little disorganization and stuff. And then she she finished my list of complaints saying, and he does this, 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 this. And I'm going, wow, <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. So I bought a couple of books on how to, that would with the intention of becoming a better partner to my partner with ADD, because I thought, I can't keep getting blindsided by this stuff he's going to do because of this thing. It was the monster, I called it. And it's like, good, we finally have a name for it. <laughs> and as I was reading the books, I'm going, well, that patient sounds like me. Oh, and that one does too. And Oh, oh and that one does too. I guess I have ADD also. And then it was like all the pieces of my life fell into place. I finally understood why life had been so hard for me. I mean, I love my life, but I really worked hard and I still struggled with um, relationships, with job and career, and with diet. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, a food addict. Mm. <laughs> and, and so I've always had this, um, you know, I'll be going along fine and all of a sudden I eat everything that I, my eyes can find and my hands can reach. And so I gain weight and then I lose that interest and I lose weight. And, um, and I go, oh, okay. 
So good, we have two ADD people. <laughs> <laughs> now what? But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can somebody compare it us now? <laughs> and, and I've really realized that kids have an advantage in being diagnosed early because they can learn to master the skills of being a human in, on this planet yeah. uh, at an early age while they're learning other things anyway. Yeah. Um, my husband and I have a lifetime of bad habits that the yeah. ADD kind of gave us. Um, because I'm a certified high-performance coach, I have been working with my skills to retrain myself with a whole different perspective. And that's when I realized ADDers can't just go to a, a, a coaching session or a high performance session and say, oh yeah, look at all that great stuff. Okay, I'll be that. Because their mind wanders. They're just, they get distracted. Uh, whatever's in front of them holds interest or that new sparkling object that came through their mind or field of vision. Mm -hmm. um, so, Working with them, with people who want to be high performers and live really focused, fully engaged, satisfying lives, need to first learn how to master this, the traits of ADD and start learning to change their habits so that they don't just accept themselves. I mean, I have a friend who's ADD, and she, when I met her 12 years ago, she said, I'm ADD, and I'm not sure I like it, but that's the way it is. She's accepted all of her strengths and weaknesses, but her weaknesses make her hard to be with. Mm. And mm. she's a lovely woman, and she'd be lovelier if she would, like, learn to put a cork in her mouth sometimes. <laughs> nice, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's straight talk. I really do. I love that you're saying that because I think there's something for, yes, I have ADD or ADHD, but then I also need to, to learn to be responsible for the impact of that on other people. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Yeah, and, and no, I totally get so, um, And as I talk, to, I'm real open about it. Now that I am have learned what's going on with me, I talk to others and I'm finding some people say, oh yeah, me too. And others go, well, I don't like that term. I don't want to be that. So don't talk to me about it. And mm. it's like, well, you're not going to fix it by ignoring it. But, and I have a friend who's really successful, but he's a closet ADD or he doesn't let people, he doesn't talk about it. Mm -hmm. He just tries to take care of it on his own. Um, and it's the shame that people have around it that breaks my heart. So I want, my friend who who's a closet ADD or, couldn't his life would be easier if he would learn one to embrace it and two to overcome some of the things that are holding him back just think how much more successful he would be mm -hmm. if he mastered his his traits his mm -hmm. symptoms mm -hmm. yeah so. now let's talk about that a little bit because i just watched a video the other day cause my, my wife and i are actually um, engaging with a therapist um, with our son soon, so that we can start to get get more skills around dealing with his some of his stuff. And there's, we're just there's just a few things for us that are a they're overwhelming. B we have a neurotypical child also, so you know right. part of it feels like she always gets a short end of the stick because there's no consequence that makes a difference for him, mm -hmm. and that there's certain things that because of you know what he's got going on. Like, it's just his impulse control. Some of those things, stuff just happens. And there's 
you know, little to no consequence that makes a difference. Um, and so there isn't really a consequence other than, you know, working with him around his behavior. Um, right. But, she, you know, then we kind of sometimes, I think, expect her to more like fly, fly right because she's, yes. <laughs> she's neurotypical. She's yeah. neurotypical. You know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. neurotypical. So, you know, yeah. there's all that kind of stuff. So, but, so, we, so my point, my whole point even is saying this is we have been educating ourselves more and more. And I watched a video the other day that talked about emotional dis deregulation okay. and that, that is a symptom of ADHD and that people who have ADHD have a hard time regulating their emotions. Mm -hmm. And so could we talk about what are some of the traits of, of ADHD? Because I didn't realize that emotional deregulation was part of ADHD. I had no idea that that was part of it. So well, could we talk about what else are part of ADHD, especially things that people might not associate with ADHD? Like I never associated emotional deregulation with ADHD. I just thought it made you hyper and you couldn't focus on anything. But I didn't well, realize that. Welcome to my made... world, Jay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So please share with us what are the, the symptoms or what, how do we, you know, what are some of those things that uh, are attributed to ADHD? Well, the, the big, the three big ones that are, most commonly talked about, the biggest symptoms are dis being distractible, impulsive, and restless. Mm -hmm. Those, so those are the three primary characteristics. And then there's a cascade of secondary uh, characteristics or traits. Mm -hmm. By the time we're adults, they're more often considered traits than um, um, symptoms. And I, I've just come across that dichotomy and I haven't quite figured it out yet but I'll use both terms um, so the emotional control their their moods can flip with a switch almost bipolar like but not quite um, they can have a sense of underachievement and especially the older they get and it's been undiagnosed and untreated um, because life's been hard and they keep they in their mind they keep failing mm. and really it is they haven't learned to master the good stuff mm. uh, um, they're really disorganized um, that where they put when when they put something down that's where it stays because they no longer see it um, mm -hmm. they so that that leads to a whole chaos which I think makes their brain even more chaotic um, they lose things all, all the time, and it's not just because they don't remember where they put it, because often they'll have put something on top of it also. So it's now hidden in a place it shouldn't be. Um, but they can also be very charismatic. Uh, I don't want to uh, talk just about the negative secondary traits. I want to also highlight the, the, some of the positives, because too much of the discussion is around the negatives. Um, ADD is really a gift because we do have t characteristics that neurotypicals don't have. Um, ADDers often think outside the box, and Jay, I'll bet you're going to see your son doing that more and more. Um, they, we have really fast minds. We connect dots, sometimes dots that others don't even see. And it seems so outrageous to connect them together that people will dismiss your ideas as crazy. So that can sometimes, that leads to that sense of underachievement, that sense of failure. Um, uh, thrill seeking is a big one with ADDers. Um, they're the people who like to ski downhills. They don't curve back and forth across the mountain. They go straight downhill. 
Um, they're <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I did that once. Um, they they're the um, people who jump out of airplanes with sometimes mostly with parachutes on their backs, you know, uh, or th- um, that was a bad joke. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, th- but also th- that thrill seeking gets them into stealing or to doing drugs uh, or selling drugs. A um, couple of people are proposing that a huge number of people in our prison system are really undiagnosed, untreated ADDers. And if they'd been caught earlier, they, they probably could be hoped for them now. R- give them something else. Take that thrill-seeking that's dangerous to make it thrill-seeking that's uh, fulfilling and positive contributes to the world. Um, uh, but going back to the mood thing that you were asking about, Jay, um, ADDers can sometimes be get they have an intolerance for boredom. They get bored mm-hmm. easily, and they don't tolerate that. They get frustrated easily, and they don't. So they don't tolerate other people's quotes stupidity. Um, but, you know, they if you ask them who is that or how do you do that again, it's like I already told you that once. Why can't you remember that? Though you turn the tables, and if they don't remember something or how to do something, well, that's perfectly acceptable. So it's a weird, strange um, dichotomy again. There's that word again. Um, uh, they do trouble have trouble focusing their attention, and that can lead to the boredom, the frustrations and stuff. The frustration for parents and teachers uh, as much as for themselves. Um, but they're... They're creative. They're intuitive. Um, they struggle with going through the challenges. They're the, the the channels. I mean, they're the people who rules are meant to be broken. And when they're reprimanded, they're try people try to rein them in. That touches on that mood change. Um, so mm. They they often look for things to worry about. And when they've worried, and they love to worry, and they'll, if they can't find it, they'll create it, um, which could be real frustrating again. So yeah. the boots, the so, boots. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Well, I just gonna, so all of this is part of the mood swings and the unstable moods, um, yeah. and they're and they're high energy. So if they were qu- sitting quietly in a corner reading or whatever, you wouldn't notice it so much. But they're in your faces. They're bouncing all over the place because they're energetic. So you're impacted by their mood swings a lot more. Yeah, that makes sense. So tell me in your program, like, what do you address and how do you have people? And, well, two questions. One, what's your uh, process? Like, well, how do you have people start to get responsible or, you know, take ownership of their ADD? And then two, just out of curiosity, where do you land on medication? Okay. Um, I'll start with that one first and then go to the second one. I mean, the first, okay. I'll start with the second one and go to the first one. Yeah. Um, um, I, my preference is to try all the, the things to do to manage your ADD first. And if that doesn't work, then go to meds. Um, that comes, I, I t- try to be a purist and I re- don't enjoy taking meds as much as possible. I rail at having to take thyroid, if that gives you any clues. Um, and people go, but that's that's natural. I'm going, but my body should be doing it. So um, 
learning to be organized. So I, one of my frameworks that I work with um, is structure, strategies, and self-care. So within the structure, use time management and be organized. Um, use reminders. Um, so great, you've got a structure and you've outlined your day and you've put it in your calendar. Yay! But you haven't set any alarms and here come those butterflies, those sparkly things that steal your attention. And so none of the structure you put in place is implemented. Um, and within the organization, there needs to be a place for everything and everything in its place. Use labels. I mean, I have got the best file system and there isn't a label to be found. So I have to go through all my file folders Okay, where did I put that paper? So yeah, I'll, I'll be working on the, that uh, part of my ADD. Um, <clears throat> the the strategies is because so ADD is um, caused by we don't have enough dopamine receptors. We need more dopamine and serotonin and epinephrine than neurotypicals do. So the things we need to do to increase that are part of what the strategy, what all of my framework is about. So with strategies, it's take baby steps because we can't just change everything uh, dramatically with a right. few minor exceptions. So like um, your, your kid needs to learn to eat differently. Start with one item at a time. And sure. when that becomes a part of his the, your, your kid's patterns, then, then introduce the second change. So those baby steps really help um, make those changes. Uh, and, yeah. and, and the self-care is, maybe that's, the structure and the self-care possibly are the most important things to do. Um, mm -hmm. And exercising and eating right are the two biggest things you can do in self-care. Um, and, and exercise is, I'm not telling everybody to go out and do, um, oh, what is the popular CrossFit? Um, because <laughs> that might be too much for an ADDer. I'm talking about taking hourly breaks. It's too break. much for any human. <laughs> I, I, was, I agree. Because I, you really, people get, get hurt. So intense, that. man. Oof. It is. But. Yeah. But, yeah. and, and the problem is, let's say you do CrossFit three times a week. Yay, you've done all those things. But you need, ADDers, probably everybody, need to be moving reg frequently, regularly, like take hourly breaks. Kids need breaks, adults need breaks. Um, and so it could be a walk around the playground or the block. Um, my office is, uh, I, I call it Twig Island, and my break is to walk around Twig Island. And it, it's about a quarter mile, takes me about five minutes, um, and then I'll take care of some other things. So, uh, But, you know, you could do stretches. I've got a morning stretching routine. Um, fit, work on your posture, do some breathing. All of that is movement that counts as exercise. We also need the cardio, though, because that's what really boosts the dopamine. And yeah. so um, I ride a stationary bicycle and watch uh, 30 minutes of a movie every day uh, as part of my cardio. Um, or I'll walk really fast. Uh, my casual stroll is about four miles an hour. I have to learn to slow down when I'm with other people because most people don't walk that fast. Yeah. 
but when I want to do my cardio, I have to walk faster. Now, I live in the mountains, so I'm walking up and down hills on uneven terrain. So that gives me a good cardio. Um, but cardio is important. The stretch is important. Work on your core. Work on your upper body strength. All of that's important. And the eating well is eat whole foods. The less processing, the better. Especially, and if you still want packaged food, make sure it doesn't have artificials, artificial colors, flavors, and sweeteners. Yeah. Because uh, that negatively impacts dopamine and ADDers. And it, if, if you can eat food that hasn't been processed, you can put your own ingredients together but, um, to make a recipe. But for the most part, walk the outside edge of a store because uh, that's yeah. where the whole foods are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. Right. So um, what is an ADD coach then? So if, can you explain a little bit about how, you know, what that actually means? How would somebody work with you versus, you know, just a, a coach? Well, and I actually am a high performance coach who specializes in ADDers. There is a, a certification called ADD coach. I actually don't have that certification, so I'm making up my coaching within the framework of my high-performance coaching platform. Um, I think ADD coaches do a lot of accountability. I think they do help their clients with the structure and the strategies and the self-care. I take it a step further. I When I when they bring to me, so I, I work within my structure of, I work on clarity, energy, courage, productivity, and influence. And within that, I work on, do my framework of structure, strategy, self-care. So if a client comes to me saying, why, you know, I've been working so hard and I'm just not making progress. We address what it is they're doing. And and find the baby steps to help change that or the big steps. So, Jay I, or, and Becca, one thing I said is you can't make um, big changes all at once. ADDers tend to have addictive personalities, and food is my addiction. Uh, but it could be – I hope your kids aren't doing this yet, but it could be sex and drugs. Um, that there's there's a joke buried in there, you too. I was like, yeah, I'm eight years old, so I'm hoping not. That would be nope, not. <laughs> I, I I hope not too. But, but uh, g- gambling and um, internet. I mean, technology is an addiction. So you might be addicted to technology and not have ADD. But if you have ADD, a, a technology can likely be an addiction. So food's my addiction. I gave up alcohol three years ago, and I had to go cold turkey because for me there was no such thing as one glass of wine because that then lowers my inhibitions and oh a second glass won't hurt and yeah and four months four months ago i gave up sugar for the second time because again and i went cold turkey there's no such thing as a little bit of sugar for me i gave up sugar oh four years ago three and a half years ago and i got eight months into it and then thanksgiving came and i had an innocent slice of pumpkin pie there's not a lot of sugar in pumpkin pie. I went on a three-month sugar binge. Um, wow. And, and so I could make that one of my platforms and go on and on about sugar, but I'll leave it there. <laughs> uh, it's a soapbox item for me. But yeah. um, so 
there's one exception of me going cold turkey. Other things I do, I do in small steps. Mm-hmm. Um, so with my clients, I do work within that structure of clarity, which is so important. What do you want in your life? Who do you want to be? What do you want to give? What do you want to get in life? You've got to have that clarity. Mm-hmm. And then that helps nourish your energy. Um but you still have to do things. You can't just sit back and say, actually, you can, but you don't. It, you need to do more than just imagine yourself being energetic. You have to do that self-care stuff. I mean, th- there's meditation. There's so many things to do for self-care, and ADDers really need to do a lot of them. Right. Um, in fact, every, everything I do is for ADDers. But it helps non-ADDers too. So, Becca, if you don't have ADD, mm-hmm. these tips will help you lead a more satisfying, fulfilling, joyful life too. Right. Same for you, Jay. <laughs> um. Right. No, that makes total sense. That makes total sense. But it, I think that's, yeah, great that there's like, you know, I've thought about that too in terms of, you know, my my partner and, and the coaching that he has tried to receive. Um, and he just sort of gets all over the place. And so it's kind of obsessive. You know, I don't know if you see that frequently where it's like, okay, I'm going to do all the things. And then it ends up being that he can't do all the things because of course you can't do all the things. Um, And then it's like, well, I failed. And now what? Well, and that's why I work within my structure. I like structure. In fact, one reason I didn't, know, and I'm going to come back to you in a second. One reason I didn't know I had ADD was because I led a very structured life until I met my husband. As I've read, I've realized my mom had ADD. She didn't know it, but she structured her life. She structured her kids' lives. And so you know, it, her house was structured. School was structured. Uh, college was structured, jobs were structured. Um, when I started working for myself, I kept, this, kept the same structure I had when I worked for somebody else. And my husband doesn't have a structured life. Right. So I tried to blend in with his, and my world fell apart. My business of, I don't know, eight, ten years just dissolved around me. And so your partner's issue, Becca, is that he's trying to do too much. And, and the coach... Or not, I'm not going to blame it on the coach because it is the baby steps. It's all right. Let's work on your clarity and let's put it in the structure and ask questions specific to that. Oh, there's an ADD thing. Let's work on that. Okay, we've got clarity under control. Now let's work on energy. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't run a marathon tomorrow, partner, because you haven't learned how to run around the block yet. We'll work up to the marathon. Uh, okay, now let's work on courage. Now, some people object to that word of courage. They puff out their chest. They go, I'm a very courageous person. Mm-hmm. Well, did you did you speak your truth this morning or yesterday? Mm. Well, no, but that's not courage. Well, <sighs> what is it then? Yeah. Um, and, and then we work on productivity, which is learning how to come up with, uh, you almost use the same plan for your productivity as you do for yourself. What is the clarity of your project? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing your business? Why are you working for this other person? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 you and so work on the clarity and then put the energy into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the courage into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then influence is learning. We all want to influence people every day. 
you want to you want to encourage your kids to eat well or to sleep well or to be nice to others and <laughs> you do it well by role modeling but you also educate them you tell them how to think right and then you challenge them to to do better and and then you role model the way so it takes those three things so you slowly teach people how to do that and all of this comes together really nicely into helping ADDers and anybody manage their lives mm. and, and you can't you can't let your guard down uh, in in my long presentation my workshop th that I'm developing Jay you'll be so proud of me it's coming along um, yeah. but I, I kind of take I use the analogy of the monster I started with and mm -hmm. I say so you tame this monster, then train this monster. And the trained monster becomes a tame dragon, because I love the dragon cartoon movies. <laughs> and so you've got this tamed dragon, and when you put it into the high-performance structure and you learn all this stuff, then you've got a trained dragon. It's in the palm of your hand, but you have to keep paying attention to it. Or it regresses into some, it becomes backwards until it becomes just a monster again. Right. So, so you've got to keep paying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Stay present. Stay conscious. Tensional. Yeah. Present. Yeah. 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 Thanks for it. I can't believe it. So, we are at 30 minutes. Um, I mean, this, no, this we is are. such a we huge are. topic. And <laughs> I just, and it, it's fascinating. I think that we could pull out so many different aspects of what, you talked about today and just focus on little individual pieces of it. Um, and it would be, we could do a whole series. You should start a podcast. Um, of the, <laughs> all of the things that go into these, uh, to this topic. And I, and I'm hoping that our, our listeners have got a, a nice little piece of what you do and, and maybe how that can help them um, moving forward. So if somebody wanted to learn more or get some more information or connect with you, how would they do that? They can go to my website, liveinfocusedenergy.com. Uh, I have a Facebook page with the same tag, uh, but the website definitely gives much more information, has articles and how my coaching works and uh, some videos and stuff that I've done. There you go. Excellent. Well, Kit, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Sorry. you for having me. It's been a real treat. You two are a lot of fun. We could talk forever. Yeah, yeah. completely, completely. So thank you guys all for listening. And um, as always, we'll have a topicality area on our Facebook page. So let's talk a little bit about um, these areas, whether you have ADD or not. We'll be chatting about these different things that Kit has put forward to us about, you know, clarity. Maybe we all need that in our lives and we all need to, you know, stay conscious and, and keep moving forward. So um, thank you all for listening and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, we have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.